to the Unapologetically Me podcast with your host, Ian White, life fulfillment coach who helps people get out of their own way so they can live the life they were meant to. Welcome, everybody, to the Unapologetically Me podcast. My name's Ian White, your life fulfillment coach and the president of Coaching Deconstructed. And for any questions you have about any of the work that I talk about here, please send me uh, questions, comments, questions to Ian, uh, info at coachian.com. Or you can follow me on my social media on Facebook and Instagram at uh, Coaching Deconstructed. Or my personal Instagram at Coach Ian White. Or you can check me out um, in my Facebook group, the Find Your Way community, where I talk about all of the topics in much greater depth. And um, the reason I do this show is because I want to help other people to live the life that they were meant to, to leave that crappy job and to do something that really lights you up, turns you on. It has a positive impact on not just your life, but those in your life and around you. Because I truly believe when you do what you love to do, you do have an amazing impact on the people in your life. And uh, I'm going to first apologize, but not really hard. Um, I've been on vacation the last three weeks, but basically almost a month. Um, so that's why you haven't heard from me here. But it was, it's been an inter- interesting few weeks for me. And uh, I, I went out and I celebrated my Nana's 100th birthday uh, with my entire family, right down to the great-grandkids, all in the same room for the first time ever. And, um, I mean, there was a lot of time and expense and money that went into being able to do this. And for someone who is a little freaked out about finances at the moment, this was kind of a scary thing to do. Yet, we still went ahead and did it, and we had an amazing trip. That said, there was a lot of contrast for me around fear. Because I had a two-week window when I was out west visiting where I didn't, freak out about money. I wasn't worried about what was going to happen when I got back. So I was in a fairly stress-free environment for almost two weeks. But then when we came home, I started thinking about money more. And I started worrying about where it was going to come from and how I was going to produce it and where it was magically going to come from. And I spent a lot, a lot of that third week, you know, thinking about it and wanting to do something about it and trying to make things happen. But uh, because of circumstance, I ended up not doing anything that week. We, I spent the time with my family at a, at a, my in-laws' um, fifth wheel camper, whatever you want to call it, and tried to spend quality time with my family. And so the, t- the topic that I want to talk to you about today is fear. 
and actually how prevalent it is in our everyday experience, at least from my perspective. And if, if you can relate to this, I'd be happy to have a conversation with you about it. And part of the reason why I do this show is because I want to be able to help people feel normal in their experience uh, and the experiences that they're having in their life. Fear being one of them. And I, I want to let you know how, to what level fear can affect you. And it can be on the simplest most innocuous things so I was um, well, last week I was I was golfing and I was playing by myself I was having a great time uh, teed off really early in the morning so I could you know get through my round and then spend the rest of my day with my family and playing by myself you move pretty quick and I was quite literally having the game of my life um, and no one was there to see it, and that was totally fine by me. But, uh, and if you know anything about golf, playing under par uh, on a hole is a good hole. Um, it's very good. And I was three over par after 13 holes. I had just birdied three of my last four holes, and I was coming up to um, another group who graciously allowed me to, to play through, go past them. And I immediately started not being myself. I started to rush. And I immediately hit the ball out of bounds. And then I hit another shot almost out of bounds. And then hit another shot into the woods. And there's almost no woods where this is. And so it's a pretty impressive feat just to do that. And I rushed for about two holes. Trying to get ahead. Not wanting to be judged or to I allowed fear to get in my way I allowed it to take me out of the present moment because I didn't want to get in their way be in their way be judged by them I just wanted to get through and not affect them but in doing so I stopped having fun I stopped playing well I started rushing and I wasn't enjoying myself at all But why? Because of fear. And it might seem like a crazy example that, you know, passing people on a golf course is something that causes fear. But it happens. And it happened to me. So what, what I love about who I am and how I am now is I evaluate this stuff now um, in the moment or, 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 or you know, right after the fact to ask myself questions about what am I scared of? What am I afraid of? Why am I letting it affect me? And I'm able to learn from my experience and then share that experience with others. But one of the questions I asked myself is where else do I allow fear to affect me and take me out of the present moment? Stop being me. And it's a lot. It happens a lot. So I started, I made a list of the types of things that take me out of being present. 
fear of disappointing others, fear of offending people, uh, what to say, when to say it, how to say it, of the loss of control, fear of the unknown, what's going to happen, how's it going to happen, who's going to help me, what are others going to think of me, fear of failure, fear of embarrassment, fear of being found out for being a fraud. I, I literally second-guess almost everything that I do. And it may be crazy to say, crazy to voice, but these are things that, that freak me out, that take me out of the present moment, which take me out of being me, and take my enjoyment out of life. So where in your life do you allow fear to affect you. And you can take it down to the simplest things, and maybe you don't even see it as fear, but in the base of mo basis of most of these things, we're scared something's going to happen. So um, I'm going to share a story from when I was at West last, uh, a few weeks ago. Um, we were going to visit my mother's longest oldest friend we were staying in her house and they've known each other for some 60 plus years and uh, we were staying in their house beautiful home on the west coast in vancouver area i have yet to meet this woman and we're staying in her home and i'm not going to meet her until the second second day i believe and within, I don't know, had to have been within an hour of being in that house. My son was jumping around and playing with cushions and kind of throwing them around. And I wasn't paying a huge amount of attention other than I wanted him to calm down. And he pushed a pillow that hit a vase, that smashed the vase, and I immediately reacted. I swore, I yelled, I like I kind of freaked out internally as well as externally. I put him on timeout. I was furious. But why? I was scared of what this meant. How much did it cost? How was I going to replace it? What are they going to think of me? What are they going to think of us? I literally have never met this woman someone who means a ton to my mother, and we've broken her stuff, and I've barely been in her house. So I carried around me for a day before I ended up meeting her. All of those kind of emotions of what she's going to think, how much is it going to cost me, and all this other stuff. And... I held on to that stuff that made me feel really bad. I wasn't able to enjoy any time with my family, worried about this. And when I met her, she was so gracious and so nice and so understanding. She told me to immediately forget about it, that it wasn't important. So our minds make up these stories about what's going to happen to us or how people are going to react and we really have no idea 
nor do we have any control over what somebody does or thinks. It's useless energy spent that takes us out of being in the present moment, which keeps us from enjoying our life. So how often does it happen to you where you let fear affect you, take you out of the moment and help and, and maybe make you make decisions for yourself that you wouldn't if you weren't afraid? It happens all the time. So where does this stuff come from? Your fear generally comes from bad experiences from your past or ways of being that you've learned from your parents that go against or, or that surround events in your past that didn't make you feel good. And you want to prevent that from happening again. You don't want to feel that shame, that embarrassment, that whatever. But why I'm sharing this with you today is because I want you to know that you don't have to let fear run your life. And you can actually improve the way that you look at fear. There was a, uh, an image that I used on my social media the other day to kind of highlight the fact that I was going to talk about fear this week. And it, it's, a, it's, it's like a, a child's hand making a, um, a shadow puppet. Now, when you're just seeing the wall of the shadow puppet, you can see something that looks maybe kind of scary something like an image your mind can run wild but when you back away and see that it's just a child's hand it makes that monster look a lot less scary because your perspective has changed so fear if you can back away from it pull the strip the emotion away from it just look at the facts of the story you're able to make a more clear assessment for yourself as to what you can do and how you can manage a situation. You strip away all the emotion out of it and all the what-ifs and that kind of thing and you just focus on what's, what's in front of you. You can ask yourself whether or not what you're feeling or thinking is true or if you're letting your imagination run wild. You can also make friends with your fear and what I mean by that is there is learning in any situation that doesn't feel so good in your life and if you can learn from your fear it'll help you diffuse it and make it more tolerable the next time it happens and one of the things that you can do in that moment is to try to identify your triggers what what is triggered when that thing happens so when the vase broke i'm thinking money and disappointment and judgment none of which came true because i have an an attachment to lack of money and where things are going to come from i immediately went to that place I also went to what are people going to think because, and actually this is just coming to me now, I recall when I broke, it wasn't a vase, but it was like a clay pot, looked like a, looked like a lettuce leaf that my mother had been given. This is crazy, this is just coming to me now. But 
there's this giant lettuce leaf clay ugly thing but i remember i broke this thing i think i was throwing a football in my mom's living room it hit the shelf and it broke this thing and my mother was was really upset because the the this ceramic pot thing had so much value for her who it came from where it came from what it meant to her and i remember feeling like a big ball of crap so now that i'm thinking about this i probably projected that same incident when i was like four or five years old to this particular vase which i have no idea where it came from or what it cost or what value it meant to these people but they made it a non-issue. They, they didn't want me to do anything for it. Now, I still went out and bought a bottle of wine that I thought would be some sort of a consolation prize for them. But I, I didn't have to, and they told me they didn't want anything. So understanding your triggers, where they come from, and if they still hold value for you or not, are really important and then the next time something like this happens to be able to stop yourself reflect and ask yourself what you can do about the situation is there anything that you can really do and to recognize that you whatever story you've projected out there as being the worst case scenario is likely a little off and that that that's wasted energy the other thing I want to highlight with regards to fear, because a lot of us have, you know, fear of the unknown or what's what's out in front of us. If you knew everything was going to work out in the end, would you freak out? Because it always works out. And if you're tuned in, tapped into who you are, who you are at your core, this is the energy that you that that helps you get through it that makes you feel safe and secure but when you pull yourself away from that that's when you're the most fearful most emotional most unsure of yourself so recognize when you're fearful it's because you are not being the true you you are not being you So, fear is just an indication that you're not being you. You can learn from it. You can um, make it your friend. And it doesn't have to be as scary as we make everything out to be. But I would encourage you to check out how often you make decisions based on, um, you know, disappointment, fear of the unknown, uh, feeling like a fraud or a failure and see how it's affecting your day-to-day -day behavior and if it's affecting you from doing something that you love to do or taking a chance or doing something that really means something to you then I would encourage you to to explore that to have a conversation with someone like myself and to help you uncover that fear move through it move past it and finally do what you love to do so until next time, everybody, have a great week or so. And if this is the kind of thing that you'd like to talk about more, check out my group, the Find Your Way community on Facebook. Um, join our group and uh, join the conversation. Have a great week, everybody. We'll talk soon. Bye.
Thanks for listening to the Unapologetically Me podcast with Ian White, Life Fulfillment Coach.